man's car, try and arrest me. Them, man. I ain't scared. You can't bully a bully. I'm the biggest bully in the block. I'm an apex predator. There's nothing bigger than me in this world. Them. Sorry, guys. I'm really upset. What time is it? Keep it real Fridays with Shelatine and Brian Willis. Welcome to Keep It Real Fridays. I am Celatine, your social architect. And I'm Brian Willis, no relation of Bruce. What's good, Brian Willis? Chilling, my guy. Chilling, you know how it is. Mm, how's been the week, man? My week was not really very eventful. Why, what happened? Chilled. When I say not eventful, means I've got nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. Okay. Drops bomb. <laughs> that, that explains Shout. a lot. There's not, there's not much to talk about today. Besides us not having much to talk about today. And we just don't want to talk about people today. Yeah, true. The, but the fact, the real reason why we don't have much news today <laughs> is because Begotten Sun took up all the space. I mean, I, I saw this coming. Could you uh, guess what I said? He's just going to carry on talking. But I think there's a lot of knowledge that was dropped on the show. How are, you, how are you preempting the show? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, I haven't heard the episode yet. The show could be trash. Ah, it's not trash. <laughs> that I guarantee it's not. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, let's get to Begun Son. Brian Willis, no relation of Bruce. Keep it real Fridays with Celatine and Brian Willis. <laughs> Welcome to Keep It Real Fridays. I am your social architect, Celatine. And I'm Brian Willis, no relation of Bruce. And today we've got another heavy hitter in the building. A heavyweight! <laughs> Literally <laughs> and a fat, metaphorically. A, f- a fat bastard. <laughs> F- former Apex Predator, you know, he's now cool and calm on, on these streets. <laughs> I, I, will, I will eat a man. I will eat the shit we'll call that one after the interview's over. Pause. All right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we've got Begotten Son in the building. <sighs> what up in the building? This is, this is one interview which is like two years or two years late or something. I was, and I'll be honest with you, I was avoiding this dude. For the longest I was avoiding him Ah Piggy Ah you are <laughs> y- Y'all need to get your followers up <laughs> you are. Your followers up ah, But anyway Welcome to the show Mr. Begotten Son mm. Congratulations on your award Thank you very much Thank you, you know. very much Even though you don't mean that well, it's the, it's the year that the best song was No Stress. No stress. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, that, that's, like, that's like winning a gold medal when America and Russia are disqualified. Like, you can celebrate the hell <laughs> you my like, my niggas, but come on now. No, hey. but then, let's, let's, let's put the... Jive, guys. Let's put the contestants out there. There was... Tautsika Jive. Yeah. There was... Was Nema there? No, no. There was no EQ. Yeah. I mean, they did put Nema. But... It was Nema there. It wasn't they, there. They didn't put it there. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, come on now. No, but then I they think didn't put another, them in Takura songs. In all honesty, I think guys. another another problem with the way those awards were done is the way they uh, consider you for an award. You have to hand in stuff. So mm. probably Anana XQ Nana Takura did not submit. Oh come on, they were they were they, they, were, but they, were, they were jive. They were submitted in they were submitted. They, they were invented other. They were in other gr- grinds. I mean, why would they? Anyway, listen. <laughs> I don't Tika, understand. You, we, we all know Tika Jive, Chepa Jech. I mean, we all know the best. My records. mom sang along to their song. We all know yeah. the best records. So, come on. so but, but anyway, you, no, you guys probably were the best 
online, I guess. No, no disrespect Whatever. to Mr. Ten Diamond, but yeah. they were bigger no, listen, songs. Listen, why, why would I disrespect Ten Diamond? Like, no, I'm not speaking for myself. I'm just like, what's some real? <laughs> no, he, he can quote me. Like, I'm, 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 I put my money where my mouth is regularly. I'm not that. The, I'm speaking for myself. I'm some real shit. I ain't dissing nobody. I know, I'm just I know he'll be quick to think I'm disrespecting him. No, I'm not, man, I'm not guys, gonna say where this man. What's wrong with these guys? These guys are some feminine energy. Like, we don't need niggas <laughs> to always be offended by shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, niggas are so offended by shit. Come on now. I think this... Like, who gives a fuck anyway? Like, at the, the end times. of the day, these niggas can't even get like a thousand downloads on a record. I think... And niggas, I'm thinking everyone's talking about them all the time. Like The problem is... And I'm not saying about 10. I'm talking about everybody. Like, yeah. we, we all way, way, way mm. too sensitive right now. True, true, God true. I, I think the hip-hop culture <laughs> promotes this delusion of grandeur. Listen, people, people. There, there is nothing more delusional than hip-hop, which is why <laughs> my movement to the politics realm was easy. Uh-huh. Okay, because because when you're dealing with megalomaniacs yep. and, and human beings who believe they're infallible, right? Okay, Hip-hop guys, I'm gonna have to give you a warning. Have your dictionaries on standby. <laughs> uh, most of our listeners are on our level. Because son uses big words, so yeah. Right, so. And, and, and for the guys in the new school, because not everyone knows you, they might, the newer cats might not. So this is the guy who somewhat broke an attend diamond, Junior Brown during that whole. Okay, Junior Brown broke nah, himself you know, before you, that. You know what? Charisma. I, I, I don't, don't want to take any credit for anybody. Yep. I think I've got a very particular skill set. Okay. And that particular skill set is it works really well with really talented artists. Mm. So it doesn't matter who you are. It could be an Amara Brown. It could be a Takura. It could be a. It could be anybody, yeah. right? It, these guys are naturally exuding talent, right? Yeah. But um, my, 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 my skill sets happen to be able to... Mm. How do we monetize that in a very difficult desert environment? Yeah. And how do we get that amplified? How to get people to see it okay so i'm a marketer by profession right? so i don't just do it for hip-hop i i do it for some big clients and big big corporates and yeah big politicians and so forth because so, your, your team was the only one which had like all these endorsement deals with oh, barcodes this and barcodes and tell one this and whatnot and, and stores and so forth yeah so <laughs> the thing is that doesn't make me mm. special it just makes me like i was unique at a particular time okay um and and the thing is I should have been able to replicate myself like by 50. Yeah. That's when you now start to have an industry. True. Okay. But because even in the time that I was, in the time when I was trying to sort of push hip hop, because yeah, uh-huh. I love the art form. Yeah. True. Um, I didn't manage to replicate myself enough. Just like other rappers are failing to replicate themselves and mm. stuff. So it's, Ten Diamond is a great rapper, but also quite a great businessman, social movement type of guy like you uh-huh. know with the happy tees and whatever else mm. we should see a replication of him a few times so, so in, in a sense you need a Birdman to become a little Wayne to get a Drake to get a Nicki Minaj right you need to to self self perpetuate yeah. uh, okay. self proliferate like keep growing so it, 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 in, in all sense of the terms like, I managed to get a, a lot of talented dudes to be more visible and to be more in the face of, of, of the music and, and introducing the mm. usage of the internet and stuff like that. I think that was... But how come you you fell back like the year that you guys won at the 2016 Hip Hop Awards, cleaned up Hustle of the Year whatnot? I'm sure you're part of that, that clique yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely. And then you just fell back like hip hop well, was. Well, you know what? I was, mm. was supposed to relaunch the Junior Brown album, Morning Glory, by then. Yep. The Perfect 10 was supposed to come out and I was also on the helm of that kind of stuff. But... As things happen, things change, the priorities change. Mm. Um, artists go into different spaces artistically. Yeah. Computers crash. <laughs> albums are lost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, are these albums still coming, though? 
I have no idea, bro. I have no idea. You you think it's okay? For example, I'll give you an example. The last time me and Junior Brown kicked it, Uh okay? Because that's my bro. Mm. Last time me and Junior Brown kicked it, I was married to somebody else. I had, (laughs) you know, I wasn't expecting a new child. I was living in a different household. You know what I mean? Like, so can you imagine? Can you see the amount of space and time? Yep, yep, that's the, a long the, the, time. The, the, in, in a sense, the last three years I've been far more involved in politics rather than music. Yeah. So, if Breezy says, "Yo, can we come back and finish up some stuff?" Of course, I, I always get in the hip hop. I always get in the booth, and, and <laughs> I love working. But that's not happened. And the thing is, the reason why none of this is happening is mm. this: the environment that we're working in, in Zimbabwean artists does not is not conducive. Mm. So I can name you off the top of my head some artists who I think should be rich. Yep. Right beyond their wildest dreams. All right. Ten Diamonds should be rich. Takura okay. should be untouchable. Okay. Right. Someone like Adrian Tate, the uh, Titan. Mm. Someone like you know, Boy Mac. Yeah, Boy like, Mac. Um, Takman. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll throw in a couple of. Let I me. Mean, Cash bid on a lyrical yeah. level should be, should be holding down an original oh, lyrical, but yeah, broke. Fuck that nigga. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> lyrical, should L- be lyrical, lyrical, right? But broke. People like Kelvin should be rich. People like you know, um, what's the young kid named? GTI, Moiza. Uh, he spoke very highly of you last time when he was here. Shout out to Kelvin. That's my brother. I mean, yeah. he, I, I forgive him for whatever he may have said or didn't say. <laughs> well, Sharky, to mention a few. Sharky is another one who should be extremely wealthy, like, yeah. and he's pushed real hard. Mm. Like, so, I, 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 there's a there's a moment in time when you know invested in the cynics and the tens and yep. the breezies, and we're pushing, 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 pushing. Then you realize that something is something is not about our hustle. Yeah, the, the corporates are believing big. now. We 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 we're, we're trying to live the lifestyle. We're trying to we're trying to do the the good art. We're trying yeah. to be you know. Provide these artists with places for them to write without worrying and studio sessions and beats and you name it. Yeah. And it was not about the art anymore. It's about the environment where the art exists. Yeah. And I learned that with Titan, especially mm. when all of a sudden Spa's like, yo, Mkoko's blowing up, let's put the CDs in stores. So all oh, this is dope. Mm. Okay? We sell 10,000 of those records, everything is blessed. But what is the. We're in an environment where there's no more cash, people can't use cash anymore. Yep. People, there is no middle class to go to a Titan show. Yeah. Right? So, on, on a big on a level, okay? the, the praise is crazy. Titan went out on ZBC and gave people my number once yep. upon a time. And my phone froze like for weeks. <laughs> Until today, I asked the wife, she's like, my phone will constantly get Titan, Titan, Titan. That's so that a popular kid. Too. Yeah. All right. They're All very right. popular kids, right? They're very popular artists. Yeah. But now try and get. To monetize that popularity when most of the people sending you messages can barely afford the text message they're sending you, True. you're now in a lot of trouble. So then people say, yo, what well, about other methods, other man? Look, even get, get, Amara getting a million views on YouTube for, yeah. for Mkoko and stuff. And I know True. this because I'm involved in the project, right? Mm. You can't get more than $100 for Zim eyeballs on that. For a million views. Because Zimbabwean eyeballs mean fuck all to YouTube. So they sell them cheap. Oh sure. what you, nigga, what, you, you got you got a, you got a billion eyeballs from Zimbabwe. Great, we'll give you there's there's fifty dollars, right? But if you get a, a million US eyeballs and then get pre-roll, post-roll ads and that, yep. so all of a sudden now you're you, you're not talking different kinds of cash, right? You're okay. talking proper money. So right. the frustration with a lot of the artists I was working with, and my frustration is that no matter how hard we pushed, yeah, there was no way of getting that money back, and I personally lost. Thousands, hundreds of thousands investing yeah. in Zim music. 
I, I, I spent I put niggas on planes We flew out everywhere <laughs> With different c- countries Cities Lockshin what up We We, 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 we <laughs> You know we, we tried our best as this <clears throat> Like we, 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 are, we are features From international artists Did we, you let some of these Rappers leave at your house And stuff like that Yeah niggas lived in my house For day Like niggas used to Like Carizzi occupied my, my, my I don't know if he ever Came Olympus the first have you ever came the first crib? No. Yeah. You came Olympus, right? I came. I came. I had the entire like pool house where rappers would live in my house. They did the, the bottom of the hill, like in the pool. Amen. They would just live there. Hopefully, right? they cleaned up after themselves. No, they did it, but <laughs> I'm rich. We got staff for that. <laughs> you know, but but you know what? Um, this is a rather sad tone for some of these rappers on the come up. Surely, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Are the rappers who are putting in their all right now wasting their time? Yes, they are wasting their time. And and the thing is, I'm not just talking about rappers. I'm talking about singers. I'm talking about poets. I'm talking about artists, people who draw and people who are marimba players, mbira yep. players. All, everybody right now is in the same position as a doctor is, right? You're in the same position as an orthodontist in Zimbabwe is. Yep. Where no matter how much talent and skill sets you have, until the economy is brimming with a middle class with medical aid to be able to go to the doctors, yep. until, the, until you, you can fill up seven arts, Seven arts should be filled up every week twice. We should have a Takura show on Wednesday, it should be full. And then yep. we should have a Mara Brown on Friday and it's full. And the next day we should be able to do Duma Nenga and it's full. Yeah. Every single week we should be able to do that in Zimbabwe. Because I've seen a Zimbabwe where that was possible. In the days of Reps Theater, where Reps were still Reps and it was full every night. With theater productions and people making money off theater. Where musicians used to be able to make, where Bundu boys could tour Australia and make cash, right? So until yeah. the economics and the social problems of Zimbabwe finish, we will never, ever be, I'll never be able to see Boy Mac drive a proper car bought from music. Why are you saying never, man? Never be- say never. N- no, he's saying in the current, situa- the current, current situation, situation, it's never, yeah. it's not it's possible. Not gonna, it's not possible. I'm sure so, that, that so, will still hurt him. Still, man, you say I'll never. Oh, hold up, hold no, up. this is why we need to be smart with the okay. elections, bro. So, so I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I'll tell yeah. you what. If Cashbit does put out lyrical, what's it? Lyrical redesign. Re- lyrical redesign, right? Yeah. I swear to God, we'll listen to it and we'll big you the fuck up. Eee, my nigga, but my nigga, my nigga. But that's not buying my daughter Pampers. But that's not going to buy Amari Pampers, homie. That's the problem. And, yeah. this, is, and this, is the, this is the thing where I see, like, even if I go to Breezy right now and say, my nigga, let's unleash morning glory. The nigga will tell me next thing, hey, big homie, so I leave the hustle right now on, the, on these streets. Mm. I come to you, we start recording music again. Uh-huh. Then what? Right? What is the, what is the, what is, the, okay, even if, can he sell records? Like it's not like that. How many people are in South Africa by the way? What's the what's the statistics? Not sure what they like, but I'm sure you can do shows. How many people in South Africa? Give me an example. Give me a, give me a figure. 70 million people. Mm. Okay, all the rappers in South Africa are broke. With 60 million people who are upwardly mobile, access to credit, credit cards, yep. all the rappers, they are broke. And I tell you this because I know a lot. And by age, I now know a lot of these label owners personally. I know Hosea <clears throat> personally. Okay. You know, uh, ambitious uh, guys from, you know, from, from fifth season. I know them personally. So everything we're seeing on screen is a facade. It's bullshit. Okay. So the, the, the car companies will come in and say, youngsters, you drive this car for a year. Okay. You can live in this house for a year. So the monies they're making off the tours and stuff? Yeah, but then how many of these artists could actually charge more than 5,000 rand for a show? How much do you think MT costs for a show right now? Maybe 20, <laughs> 20 grand or something? Get the fuck out of here. There's no way. <laughs> how much are they paying for an STC to come to Zim? 
Oh, the people is mob are crazy. They disrespect the dollar, bro. <laughs> like, Nasty C can't get twenty thousand dollars to perform in South Africa. Yeah. Hell no. How much are you charging per ticket? No, I mean like twenty thousand rands. That's two thousand dollars. Yeah. No, I, but I drink that on a bad night. Like that's not money. <laughs> okay. That, that's a bad night. At, 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 you know what? Two, one plus one cash bid, two other guys and some hookers. It's nothing. <laughs> some hookers. So, cash so, hey, 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 shut But you understand what I'm saying? That yeah, I do. We're talking about real. Hey, let me tell you a story. Because mm. of my age, I'm an old ass nigga. Like, I'm old. I mean, he started hip hop in 1988. 88. I'm, well, old, I'm, I'm so old. <laughs> no, I'm Rocky. so old. Like 88. Like, so I'm damn near 40. Like, I'm turning 40 this year. So I tell you yeah. this with no. With Are we no throwing reason. a party? Absolutely. Are we invited? Of course you are. Yeah, so please. I'll tell you a story. Like when when I was younger, you can yep. ask Munetti about this, right? Yeah. The Lost Boys came to Zimbabwe because Zimbabwean DJs had ability to um, they had this ability to pick records that yep. were dope. So they picked this one record called Lex Cool Beams and the Benz. Oh my ladies, I don't know if you niggas heard that record, but there's a there's a point where where Mr. Cheek said something about where did the best start in Zimbabwe. Hey, yep. So Zimbabwe is filling up with this particular record. So mm-hmm. Lost Boys came to Zim was a big fucking show. We won the my crew won this competition to rap with the Lost Boys. And when we're rapping, we're kicking with these guys in the shirts at the time, which is now yep. Trot Towers. Yo, my nigga, you niggas are nice. You niggas need to come to G. You need to come to New York. Mike, Piggy, Mike. You yeah. niggas need to come to New York. Uh-huh. Okay? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so two years later, me and my man's save up, save up, hustle, teach me tells a few different people, whatever else, yep. got some cash. <laughs> I went, shout went out to, to Tish. Shout out to Midas Touch. <laughs> Actually went to New York to go search our dream of getting a deal. We had recorded a dope demo. Yeah. You know, at the time with the with you know a guy named Tony and nobody fearless records, whatever. Uh-huh. We went to New York guys. And went we went we landed in JFK with no sheets, no nothing, no plan, but with a phone number that was written on an old piece of paper for Mr. Cheeks. And an idea that yo, we're gonna go check out Puff Daddy, we're gonna check out Earth Gotti, we're gonna check out everybody yeah. we seen on TV. So we actually went to all these places. When you check out Earth Gotti, we sat down with Puff Daddy, my nigga, and this reaction was always the same. Number one, don't believe what you see on MTV. Number two, every everybody we went to see outside their offices was a numerous amount of young dudes. Yep. Younger than us, mm-hmm. smarter than us, and nicer than us, who didn't have deals. Right? They were all outside standing in a queue ready to rap for Puff. Like, he would come out and all these kids would start rapping for him. Straight away. It was crazy. So the only reason why they'd actually taken a meeting with us was because whenever we saw their secretaries, Laquisha or whatever at the desk, yeah. like, these two boys from Africa want to see you. These two boys from Africa want to see you, right? <laughs> oh, shit. So they would see us because we said we're two boys from Africa. From Africa. And then when we, then we start rapping and talk to them with these American accents and shit, yeah. they're like, yo, shit. Yo, I could get 20 niggas like you from Harlem, man. Get the fuck out of my office, right? That's like, oh, yeah. So then you go and see Mr. Chicks and he's living in a flat. In the Bronx, a flat, ghetto. In the ghetto, and this is this is a guy who's you've seen the video, Lex Coops, Beamers, and the Benz, and and all these dope records, and you see this guy living in a flat in the Bronx, and now and and now he's taking your phone calls and he's meeting you in a park, and you're expecting to go see his mansion and shit because you've seen it on M- Yo MTV Raps. Yeah. Now, fast forward. You come to Zimbabwe now. We're sitting here looking at Quest and they say, "Yo, the South Africans are blowing up. They're doing great." Listen. Casper Nivez is doing great. And I think AKA is doing pretty great. Yep. But I assure you guys, not everybody else is doing as great as you think. Yes, they look. Because K- 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 
I don't know like Some of these young uh, House DJs Of course they're doing yeah. okay But I'm saying On a general level As far as rappers are concerned Because yeah. I know a lot of them pers- I, I know Zabs I know You know Stogie T I, I mean they, they, I, I, you, uh, There's pictures of niggas at my house Yeah But yeah. They'll always tell you the real deal That these, this is an illusion So for this illusion to be real in Zim You need a strong middle class Someone that can actually say I'm going to buy your t-shirt And buy your records And I'm going to come to your shows Yeah Who are those people right now you, you, Zim hip hop with the top upper echelons of Zim Hip Hop. And I'm talking, the last Hip Hop Awards I was at, there was Takura, there was Stana, Jabrizi was in the building. 20, that's 2016? 2016, yeah. Everybody, <coughs> who is anybody, Iwa, you name it, right? They were there. We failed to Keep fill up... Fridays was there. Yeah, yeah, we failed to fill up one plus one. With all the mega stars of Zim Hip Hop, we failed to fill up one plus one. I saw Maskiri walking around failing to get into VIP because the nigga there didn't recognize his face. <laughs> he, yeah. looked like, he looked like a Wendy or some shit. <laughs> so this is the problem we have in Zim Hip Hop. It's a fact. Right? They, so we lie to each other, we postulate, we sell these lyrics in our records, but not one person in Zim Hip Hop has actually been real about it. Which is why I've always said, when you are in a struggling position, as hip hop, you need to morph to become the struggle music, which is what Zim Dancehall has encapsulated perfectly. It's such an aspirational music. Can Africa 25? Not even I wouldn't get a better life. You know, they they constant. They're they like rappers who are actually authentic about where they're coming from, right? And the and the other Zim rappers are really struggling to be authentic. There's yeah. one Zim rapper who I've heard who I feel is actually very authentic. Who's this? Tak- Takura. Takura and Takmani to me are the are the two two people who I've heard in the last two years. Who because yeah. well, Takura doesn't actually talk about having dope shit. He Shark, says okay. I want to have dope shit. But you can put yeah. Sharky in that bracket as well. Okay, no, we'll go to the backpackers just now. Oh, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. but all let's right, just take right, a quick little right. water break right. <laughs> and we'll be right back with the apex. <laughs> this is going to be long. <sighs> Taste that it must not. Just love, love, love. 
Keep it real Fridays with Shelatine and Brian Willis. <laughs> and we're back feeling refreshed. What a break. Mm. But I just feel we need to just address the elephant in the room. Go ahead. Are you calling our guest an elephant? No. I am that. <laughs> I am that. <laughs> Big fat nasty. There's, there's one question which has been on my mind for a couple of years. Go ahead. Why did Big Godson let Breezy roll out that... Um, that song when he was going out uh, when he was like uh, attacking everybody on the label which song uh what about this size we run it we run it that's my one of my favorite tracks from begotten son actually everybody was getting killed getting body slammed and whatnot and (laughs) biggie he he, he killed everybody Um, that, okay, this is after Breezy and I had worked on a lot of records. Butare and I had some really big records, and then he disappeared for like two years, and then he called me up oh. and says, "Yo, I need, I need to get back to work." Right. So then we, that's when we started working on Money Glory again for the like I think the, that was the third iteration of it, right? And uh, it was a very quick process. You know, yep. we made the beat with Yagi in the dojo. Yep. Um, and Breezy started doing rapping. Now, when he was rapping. Yep. All we were excited to do was hear Breezy rap. He's back. So he literally recorded the record. Yep. We finished mixing and mastering. Yagi throws in gorillas and sounds of chimps and shit in the background. Fuck that. And then I take this item and I call PD and them. I say, yo. And I was cheating them in them days. Yo, we got a new Breezy record. And we ran to ZFM and we what? Press play on the record. Dead. Now. I've, you've been in the studio before, man. You can hear lyrics and all. You just start to you zone out. You just start yeah, enjoying yeah, the vibe. True. It's when the first time I got something was wrong was when I'm in the studio and Shingi Mangoma hits me up on Twitter. Says, "But well <laughs> done for 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 for, for that diss." I was like, "Huh?" Happy belated, Shingi. <laughs> like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, I, then I, I rewind back. I'm like, okay. Nagashi Bira Mango Magakare always know me well. And all I heard when Breezy said that, all I heard was that he used to be a dancer artist. Because he was. Yeah. So he said, Nagashi Bira Mango I used to spit on G. I used to spit on these Mango records. Yeah. Not knowing that he was, it was like some sudden or some subliminal. Sure. Guan, guan, guan. Was it a sub or it was just a lie? It was. Well, she, taught, she took it as a sub. Well. Right? Breezy says it wasn't. Knowing, knowing, <laughs> knowing Breezy. But the thing is, yeah. he's he's one of the smartest young men I know. Exactly. So there's no, I, I wouldn't take it away from the fact that there was a lot of real deep down, deep subliminal, nuanced, triple, double entendres in there, right? Yep. And it's only after that that I realized that, oh shit, we've, we've pressed play on some... On, on a really subversive record where he's gone at everybody. And he was venting. There was but a, it was there's natural. There's a noble too. Oh, right? Huh? It's okay, I'm going to coffee. Ah, that was crazy. <laughs> sure. So, I can tell you a story about that too, but. <laughs> so, did you at least try to contain it? Like, you know, like trying to just make sure, okay, guys, let's just get back into formation. The, the, the one thing I'm really good at is understanding what chaos is, and chaos by its very nature cannot be contained or defined. And Junior Brown is that. He's, he's, a, he's a, the brilliance of that chaos is that you let it roll. So, as soon as he's finished, we run it, right? 
Everybody goes in fever pitch. Calvin starts responding, blah blah blah, That's and immediately it switch. He's not Tongo guy. I remember that. So one. whilst you're all crying, he's still talking about this this record. He's yeah. now talking. He's now chill. He's now on so and and Junior Brown is the one who got me really politically aware. Yeah. Because he's like, it's all good for me to be out here in the dojo with you niggas, we're drinking fine liquors and all this cool stuff. Yeah. But. Where I have to go back every single night, my mom is, I didn't even buy it. Yeah. And these things are out there are really fucked. Okay. And things were terrible. Like, I've gone through the, gone through the hood with them and Soldier Love. It's like, wow, things are crazy out here, mm. right? Nah. And these are, these are guys, and because these guys are so smart, they are the guys that these other young guys depend on to make decisions for okay. their day to day life. Like these niggas depend on Breezy and the Soldier Love. Soldier Love's got the whole conquering uh, studios, conquering hair, chocolate. Yeah. These guys are the one. Breezy got the car wash thing going, whatever. These guys are actually like the guys keeping a sub, like these youngsters out of total fuck shit. Which is crazy. There's a little ecosystem. There's an, eco- there's an ecosystem <laughs> that if you, if you pluck him out of it, you it might dies. find it hard to understand, which is why I unplugged Bree when Breezy was on stage. He, the first thing he said, hey, uh, we're living in two different countries. <laughs> yeah. Y'all out here drinking this liquor here, niggas out there drinking Bronclear. Like, it's a different country. Too different. Yeah, different. But I like that you said that because <clears throat> even uh, present day, like, even in that political realm, you're friends with Fadza in my head. Mm-hmm. You're cool with AC. Yep. Those two don't get along. And there's a whole bunch of, like I saw, like there's a little back and forth over Edie's briefcase or whatnot. She said, "Hey, people are dying, no roads, whatever." Yep. Gigi, and then he was yeah, like, she said, "What about your Jag?" And blah, what about blah, blah. your Jag? You're rich, you know, your cars that you drive, Gigi. But you're there, you're watching the, the shit burn. Can't you like sit them down, like, yo, guys, can we not just as the as the, yeah. as, as the big homie? Yeah, I have to allow allow these siblings to <laughs> to fight. Now here's the deal. We have, I have no doubt in my mind, as you probably have no doubt in your mind, having yeah. now hang out with AC and them a bit yeah. longer. And, and I don't know about you, Willis, but let me tell you something. Yeah. There is no doubt in my mind that yeah. there's going to be one day yeah. when you're going to see a cabinet yeah. that sees someone like a Fadzaima head, yeah. that has an AC Lamont, mm. that has an Evamor. Like, we have no choice. As, As a generation, well, of course, there's, there's, you're not, we're not going to be able to keep running away from each other. Right now, we have a, a situation where we're all from different camps, we've got different political ideas, yeah. whatever else. Yes, I sit in the middle of a lot of that, but I can tell you that I know these people now well enough to know that their heart is in the same place. They all just want. They see they're they're busting out of ideas. Yeah. Like I'm sitting here watching you guys in your in your in your in your space like this. Yeah. Someone like Cashbit for me, Willis say, should not be giving his time to anybody else bar his own hustle because yeah. he's a smart young dude. Yeah. Right? Thank you very a, much. A bit Thank old. you very much. A bit old, but he's, he's smart. Like, no, no, I think he's younger than me. That's what I'm saying. But why, why, why isn't he having a radio show every day? He's a nigga with opinions. He's a trolley nigga. He wants to talk. I mean, <laughs> in a functioning economy, why doesn't he have that space? Right, well, someone like you, you you want to be in the social media space, you want to be in the radio right. space. Right. Why 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 can't people like you be thriving in this environment? Because he sucks. <laughs> well, guys, Zimbabwe is a, Zimbabwe can break your spirit, and and, and right now we got people like Young AC and Young Fadzai, whatever, and they've yeah. they've now stepped in the game and said, guys, we want to be a part of the change. Yeah. We're full of ideas, and we think that we can be we can participate again, just like Junior Brown and the Ten Diamond, the Calvin, yeah. whatever. My role then becomes right. How do you harness some of the brilliance and some of this <laughs> intelligence and present it to the public in a way that's palatable? Because yeah. remember, for a Fadzai follower, yeah. she's a very articulate, 
chamber of the law type woman, right? Yep. She, she's very clear on that. Yep. AC Lumumba can give you the, the politics in a very funny... Um, satire Satire Satirical type way yeah. Right Someone like an Evan Mawad They can give you The very well orated Christian mm. element That guy So uh, you got a Patson Zamara Slightly more impassioned yeah. Slightly more irrever- You know There's a whole lot of There's a plethora of youngsters Yeah who, who, All they need sometimes Just some support And that's what I give I guess give support Okay Okay <laughs> I, ju- I just want to bring it back To the hip hop here Okay you, you spoke about us Being on radio and stuff And I'm glad you brought radio up Yeah Because at some point You felt that there was a lack of discipline amongst our radio DJs. For starters, they weren't um, breaking new artists mm-hmm. and they were not what you called sunsetting old songs. Yeah. You know, keeping old songs in rotation even though the artist has a new track and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think um, needs to be done for this culture to be killed? You gotta kill the DJs that are currently fucking up the culture. Uh, right? you, don't, you don't mean that literally, right? I, I, I don't mean it literally. I mean it figuratively. <laughs> but you have a problem when you have suddenly have a Lady K type character <clears throat> becoming bigger than the artist that she's breaking. True. And then you start hearing a perpetual amount of tunes by homeboys that she drinks with on a Friday night. You know what I'm saying? Then the fix becomes bullshit. Right, it's a, it's no longer cool, and because PD the Ghost and Jeezy are man's is all of a sudden every Jeezy track is on record. Now these are my people, so I talk about them freely. Yeah, because I would I don't speak behind people's backs. I'm nah, be, trying to be do, real. Please do, I'll be real. So mm. when, when this is happening now, there is a big underbelly of music that was being ignored. So if you go and you say someone like, oh, um, what's the name? Um, Bright Three Sixties whack. Uh-huh. I know places in Zengeza where they'll kill you for saying that. True. Cause they don't, they think he's a god out there, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, there's a whole bunch of guys. There's the, the Swisher gang niggas, but that, but that boy Mac. When there's a whole plethora of different oh, types she of. She was like Sharky's whack at some point. She right? was like Sharky's. She said Tupac is whack. <laughs> as soon as you say Tupac is whack, you've revoked all your rights to represent anything hip hop. Get the fuck off the station. True. <laughs> okay. Because even the new school niggas don't allow that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there's just a there's, the the DJ should never ever ever be allowed to get bigger than the music they represented, right? They should never be allowed to do that. The, the the artists they're representing are the driving force for this music, and it's almost like young kids have to kiss ass to get on the fix. The fix should be digging digging deep in the crates to find the talent because. Without that, you don't find a tuck money. You don't find a, a, a takura. You don't. You, it's almost as if like some of these kids have to then force their way in, right? True. When they should have been broken two years ago. True. Right. I, I, I heard Chepa Jecha a year after it was released. That's disgusting. On radio. Yeah. A well, year after it was released, and yeah. yet the, the streets were talking about Jeffa Jecha regular. Well, they were busy breaking life of Pablo and stuff, you know, on the, on the, on the fix. <laughs> Alright, cool. Okay. <laughs> hands up who's hands up who's listened to the life of Pablo in the last I haven't even listened to it. I'ma let you take one more picture and blind me, then I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the uh, what the last what the last time you listened to the life of Pablo? Yeah, hey, I only listened to it once. Exactly. Yeah. When the last time you listened to 444? Uh I listened to half of it. Me, I'm not a Jay-Z fan, so people I'm a read. big Jay-Z fan. <laughs> but I've heard that yeah, shit I once. I, I think I heard it once or twice. So, w- w- this is the problem we have, right? Mm. We got this shit that's not contextual for our environment. We don't True. know nothing about it. You're talking war holes and all sorts of stuff that you and I really don't don't, don't, co- don't connect with, right? Yeah. 
I think what's missing is that where are the rappers that's giving us that narrative in Zim? Yeah. Sometimes the more mature elements to hip hop, sometimes the more the different sides to it, oh, the more fun play stuff. Cheetah's still out just snapping. Yeah, you know, guys. That's well, guys. Yeah. <laughs> guys, don't censor yourself. MC, I would never censor myself. MC Cheetah is a beast. True. Okay. His flows uh, are bananas. Okay. Uh, he sends me, send me tracks all the time. He's the only person still rapping. Everybody is on this old trap, soul trap, you know, whatnot, just singing. But tuck, he's the only one still like tuck, rapping. Tuck, tuck money. Sharky. I haven't gotten Sharky. the guys. Maniac. I said he's Maniac. one of the people still. Don't get me started on Anyway, me, anyway, the reason <laughs> the reason why MC Cheetah won't blow up in Zimbabwe as it stands is because MC Cheetah is not Zimbabwean. Okay? And I don't mean that as a nationality wise, but his whole sound, yeah. his whole everything. MC Cheetah in the building, aka you know the West. Yeah, he's he's he, he's a foreign artist. He's the best parrot you can find. Like he's he's listened and mimicked all the best rappers and can copy their flows impeccably. Hey, the multi-syllabic rhyme schemes. Yeah. Yo. He's 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 him, and the thing is on top of that, he just doesn't copy the sound. Like, it's not like a mariachi who tries to copy a Jay-Z. It's not good. No. MC Cheetah is actually a guy who can take styles from myriads of artists and then give us the diction and words behind it. Yeah. Like, and he can flow for fucking days and days and days. But Zimbabweans aren't ready for that. They struggle with him. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? They struggle because he's so foreign. Look. Yeah, he's so the way he is. So, <laughs> in a way, MC Cheetah should be our biggest export. He's the guy who should be doing the biggest things for us. SA, UK, America and shit. But, but yeah. is the world ready for such uh, lyrical content, though? Because I look at kids like Takashi 69 and the numbers those kids are he, making. So, so, keep me a who is this kid? Is he uh, no, he's, he's the no, biggest no, like, artist global, in New York like, right now. And there's, there's that little chick what's her name Lil something a nine year old and I was listening to their music and I'm thinking fuck hip hop is going to be expired man like, what they the don't hell? care about the Mountain Celeb can, can, ma- can you imagine how I feel though because okay, the first rap song I heard was broken glass everywhere people shitting on the station they just don't care like that's where I'm coming from <laughs> yeah and I've come through I've come through all the internet when MC Hammer did can't touch this Dean like uh-huh. hip hop heads are like ah hip hop is dead you know what I'm saying? And then all the Hammer fans are like, nah, hip-hop is live. This is the new school. And then from hip, from MC Hammer comes the Nazis and Wu-Tang with that dissonant sound. Like, yeah. hip-hop is dead. You know what I'm saying? So every time there's a new form, a new way, people yeah. keep trying that it's dead. I, I, I discovered quickly that I should stop being the custodian of what's dope and what's not because yeah. I'm an old nigga. I just now go in my son. Like me and my son share Deezer account now. I think this is the persona that DJs at The Fix need to take. Okay. This whole thing here, could you hear something and you personally think it's whack and you scratch it. You scratch it. No, no you can't. That's, you, that's not proper. Because if, if you go through my Deezer, right? My, that is on not my, proper. On my Deezer, I count my nigga like, yeah. there's like, my, my son does like playlists and stuff, right? And the stuff on the playlists are nuts, right? So I've discovered, for example, the Migos, Culture 2. Yeah. Now, it's something that I never would have discovered in my lifetime. Yep. But I've now discovered the Migos. Because of my younger daughter, I've discovered this kid called Khalid. Okay. Young the yeah yeah. It sounds white. That guy. Like there's so much. I, I thought it was white when I heard him. Like, oh snap! There's so it? much young different dumb, shit out there. Young, like young dumb and brutal. So, so it's like I got all oh, this diesel shit that I'm getting. So my son gives me the, the the juice on what I'm on, right? So I got the Migos culture. I got this this dude here called okay the J Cole albums there, which is <laughs> great that my son is the J Cole. I got some Drake on there. Yeah. You know, R- Rich the Kid. You know, you know what? The fuck this, is Rich the this, Kid? This, this, this is exactly what I think the hip hop shows are lacking in Zim. This kind of research. 
people only vibe with what they want to vibe with and you're a radio DJ you need to go beyond that I, 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 I agree I, you can you can uh, the day you tell me that the custodian of Zim Hip Hop is Lady K the day I slit my wrist <laughs> but, because, but that's not that's not that's not her fault huh? somebody's put her in that position I, I think it's, it's our fault as Zim Hip Hop And I've always said this. I mean, there's a voice note of mine that got out there the last year. Where I said, it's time for Zim rappers to start laying hands on some of these guys. <laughs> okay? Because, because not only is it hard enough for us as artists to even try and thrive in this really fucked up environment. Yeah. Then you have fuck boys with no investment in the art. Yeah, they're not invested. And, and pulling it down every day. Now, I don't go to plot... And say, hey, this Jablika shit is gay as fuck. You guys are leotards and you niggas are doing ballet. Get the fuck. I don't do that because I don't understand what the fuck he's doing with dance. And I leave him the fuck alone. Okay? Yeah. Because I'm not invested in his art form. True. I don't go to any sketches and art drawers and artists and say, oh, that picture's whack. I just don't, don't buy the art. It. I don't understand yeah. it. Yeah, true. Uh, you call it cubism. I call it crap, right? But let me stay out of that equation because I'm not out here then saying I'm the curator of art and Zim because I'm not, because I have an opinion. That's uh-huh. terrible. So it's almost our fault as Zim rappers say, how are we allowing some of these guys to be the custodians of Zim hip hop? Yeah. Why are we clamoring for them to play our shit? Here's what I tell you. You guys seem to love Zim Hip Hop. These youngsters should be coming to you instead. And let's build alternative that, platforms. That's what, that's what this platform yeah, it's, it's alternative. was built on, actually. So that we say, that anger, let's, that, not, that let's not wait for rejection. this fixed bullshit. Let's not wait for, for Mox to be the one savior of Zim Hip Hop. No. Let's actually try and take some of this in our own right. Because I tell you what's happening, right? Anyone who still says they listen to radio is pretty dumb, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't, you I don't, want me to take my schedule against around some other guy's schedule, and then you advertise to me? Fuck you, right? Let's. I might just download your podcast here and there, listen to you in my car, or whatever. We, we're now freer to be that way. You guys, your entire podcast now fits on a WhatsApp message. True. Fuck. Yeah. You guys can do this every day, and you can become really big. Yeah. Right? I, I wish you'd get off these Iono platforms and, and get on a platform where people actually live. You're the niggas who say, no, 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 I want to go start build a house in the desert. <laughs> build your house in the city. Go, go to Facebook. You have a plan. Honestly, that's, that's, right now we should be on Facebook Live. Everyone should be watching us. And, and trust me, your views start to go up. And Because you guys have big, you have Takura in here, you have Kelvin in here. And it's like people want to see that shit. We have Slicker on here. Slicker. We slicker on, li- slicker on life in them niggas. Yeah, yeah. So I believe. I believe in curve. You got so the, you nigga, you, you hate curve. Like nah, I don't hate curve. It's just you know some. I like to banter with my man Willis because he's a big, he's a loud mouth. Yeah. He, he reminds me of me a long time ago. <laughs> But at the end of the day, I actually like the fact that we have an alternative platform. That yeah. that that if I don't hate my, where would I find new Zim hip hop? I can't listen to Fix. Not at all. So who do I go to? They're actually kind of diversifying. You don't they don't just play hip hop anymore over there. So I think that's that's, so, that's why I actually they, stopped. They've kind of like given given up. So tell me something, uh, hip hop heads. Uh, where do I? If I, I'm an old nigga, I've been in politics for three years. I've not had time to to check my WhatsApps like I used to. I've kicked out, kicked out a lot of the hip hop groups. Where do I find the new new? Just you know, ca- I heard about a kid named Don Don the other day. Yeah, <laughs> and yep. it's like he's Tino, nice. Tino video, King 98. Ah, I don't know. Guys, who that is. I don't know. And these he's kids one know. of the supporting acts on the Nasty C show. A word? Yo, yeah, don't yeah. With, can, with job praise. Can, 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 can I tell you something for nothing though? Yeah. Uh, up in the north. Yeah. Up in the north, Don Don is a god. And Don Don is and in I Miami. Disca- and I discovered right Don Don through my children. Yep. Okay. So, so ten cannot claim kingdomship of the north anymore. I thought Karizzi was of the north. Uh, ten ever claimed no, king Karizzi of the north. Karizzi is the bastard of Winterfell. He's the bastard of the north. <laughs> 
But did Taylor reclaim King of the North? He did. Maybe yeah, ex- no, maybe accepted that he fell off. Oh no, he, he didn't what? fall off. That's what I'm saying. Or as in he's not king anymore. Can, can, I, can I play? Can I tell you what I'm saying? I'm just saying that we age is the one thing that renews everything. I've seen in Zim politics that if you allow people to reign forever, yeah. They, they will ruin everything, right? So you almost want a situation where you start being a bit more irreverent to some of these guys, yeah. right? You want a situation where a Mugabe has to now deal with an ED and an ED has to now deal with an AC and an AC has to now deal with the Shingai and so forth. You can't yeah, be in a yeah, situation yeah. where we're still dealing with the same old... Uh, we're waiting for... <laughs> why are you still waiting for morning glory? You got Chepa Jecha, you should have no, been happy. I'm, personally, I'm not. No one is waiting for... I'm not you know, waiting no for one it. is waiting for... <laughs> no one is waiting for the Begone Sun album. Gives a fuck. I'm old. <laughs> this guy. Ah, uh, guys, and I'm waiting for Morning Glory. All this other stuff, ah, uh, they could can be tossed. Morning the Glory will do what Detox would have done. It would have disappointed, <laughs> disappointed you. <laughs> because I'm telling, like Gutare Harare, a big tune that it is. Yeah. A lot of the sounds and stuff we're using when we're making that record was 2012. We recorded that shit during Sin City. Yeah, because Breezy said uh, Tongo God was like some 2012, it's 2012. Un- unfinished song. Actually, he's got. He's it, it was me playing a guitar and breezy rapping. Breezy, and, and we had a version of a recording. That's what. And then because we went to Star FM with no material, we decided to redo it. And then the video of Star FM Blew got up. got viral. Then we had to go to the studio and record the record. Okay. Because <laughs> breezy, I think breezy's formula, from what I notice, is he records the songs and sits on them, but they they don't really get old because there won't be any time sensitive material in the verses not only that uh, let, me, let, me, let me let me give you the breezy 101 uh. mm-hmm. even when he raps he raps he, he he makes sure he always thinks about things so when he says mm-hmm. The first part of that bar would have been Dotanga and Dotora. And then he says, no, no, no. If I say Dotanga, people they don't can't personalize it. Let me say Totanga, which makes it more inclusive. Yeah. He thinks about every single bar. How do I make it about us? How It's always about... So when you're in the bar and you hear a breezy song, yeah. you can immediately become breezy. So indirectly or directly, uh, breezy is also Titan's mentor. Because for Mukoko... Titan's original verse was Baby Awuzichi yes. Moko. Yeah, and then the, he decided, nah, chicks don't want to, they would rather hear another chick say it. Yeah, but then Titan had the, and, b- b- and, the and, benefit of people who were working with Breezy working with him at that particular yeah, time as well. Yeah. So, but same who, family. Who was like the artist who was, who was like a joy to work with in your camp? Like, out of Titan. All, Titan. All right. Why, why, T- why Titan? Titan? Um, it's very hard to describe the humility mm. and. Just the, he's just a nice guy. He's chill. Right. He's just he's a nice chilled. guy. Now, there's other guys who challenge you. People like Ten Diamond, Junior yep. Brown. They challenge the way you think. Sometimes they, you know they they motivate you and stuff like that. Because sometimes they so they, the way they think they don't yep. whatever. But if it's an all round experience, a yep. guy who's a super talented, underrated, yep. even as a rapper, is Titan. Like he's a real joy to work with. Marjane's got Titan is a rapper. <laughs> and, Shut up. And who was like a headache, like. I, was, I, was in I thought you'd say Cynic though C- 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 Cynic was difficult Because Cynic After all the awards And the accolades He literally said Dudes I'm, I'm now being spammed By niggas I, uh, There's now fights In clubs with crews That are supposed to be mine I can't handle this And he walked away Ah Cynic I think it was He was caught in between That whole MMT but, you know, and and if, you, if you look at Cynic His his demeanor is that Of somebody who just likes peace He, he said I want to just Play my guitar that's, these He words doesn't words like yeah, confrontation Thank you for, I just want to play my guitar He doesn't like and the confrontation away. So that's what he did So he, so, Ayo, Cynic So Ayo, who, who was the biggest Biggest headache to work with? Yeah. Um. 
My sister, well, you, rappers? Ra- even, rappers? Even all around. Hip hop. Hip hop. Okay, no, I was going to say my sister Chonesu was the wildest to work with. Um, okay. Because none of the 57 records that we did ever made the light of day. Sure. Damn it. She's just such a, she's such a genius, but she's so, uh, so into vices that it became difficult for anything to ever come out. Okay. So it, was, it was always piecemeal, piecemeal, piecemeal. So that's why when Dichang, I mean, we ended up just using samples of her voice from the recordings because like, yeah, yeah. it's hard but, to... But you still have the records? I is, do, yeah. Is there going to be... A chance where maybe some of Chi's music will come out, or you you can be able to sample or put on hooks on like a, a Junior Brown song. Absolutely, I think the family and the estate is now in full control yeah. of that kind of stuff and the handover and stuff that I yeah. had. So we can't leave it. I mean, she was actually signed to a label at the time she passed. So a lot of complications with that. Because Fatso dropped a song last week uh, on the show where he said this was one of the last few songs Chi recorded before she passed. Or, mm-hmm. Like, okay, at least her music is still coming out here and there. Yeah. There's loads more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keith Ferguson has loads. Yeah. Um, when in the UK, tons. Yeah, yeah. The label, nationwide, the tons. So, it'll yeah, come out yeah. when the state is sorted out. All right, all right. Did we ask about who is the most difficult hip-hop artist to work with in Zim right now? Or rather, who was in your camp? Um. Okay, when it comes to... Mike, Biggie. When it comes to meticulousness yeah. and perfectionism, huh? Then um, the, the the person who's the most the biggest perfectionist is Junior Brown. Junior Brown, okay. He's the he's the, he's the one who wants to make sure that it's correct, and he he comes back a few days later and says, "No, I don't think that I did that correctly," and so forth. So he's the one who he he analyzes art the most. But there was a time where like. You know, would hear people complain. Nah, dude can just go off the grid. Nobody can find dude. Don't even know if it's alive. That's Temper. that's still the case. Okay. Yeah, how about you? Get? Maybe, needs, maybe <laughs> when needs. you start playing with Breezy, you're all going to be looking for Breezy for days, <laughs> weeks, and months. Yeah. Sometimes years. And then he just comes back, drops some hits, and and he, and he's and he's at it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And also you've been labeled like a bully in the industry, man. Mm-hmm. There's someone who was like, yo, I was on this campaign and then Sonna came when then he, he put his artists on and then next which, thing you know. Which campaign? I'm I'm, I'm being booted off. I'm not, I'm, which one? Just tell me which, which campaign was it? <laughs> it was uh, to do with uh, things to do with data and Wi-Fi and all those kind of things. What's your one? And they wanted uh, Ntebele... They wanted someone who raps in Tebele and then yeah, something along those lines. Um I, I wouldn't have done I wouldn't uh, did Calvin say that? What was why, it Calvin? Why are you being ambiguous? Calvin. Nice Just be, be real. Who was it? Be real, man. <laughs> no, but you, you you know your place. You know the place that First you do. First three the words, bro. Keep it real. <laughs> Keep it real, Friday. Stop playing around words. Who, who, who said what and what? No, but have you ever like been in a position where you have to like bully your way to get your way in the industry? Nah, like, no, never. My, never. my artist should be getting this, not this. Never. Nigga. Not 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 the main. Nigga. Yeah. Okay. Listen. Anybody in the Zim Hip Hop artist world right now who, yeah. who, who, who can say categorically that I've taken money out their pocket, they need to holler at me. Okay. I've put money into people's pockets, tens of thousands of dollars. Okay. In the artist's pockets. Credit so wait, wait, wait. I'm talking about whether it's putting niggas up, accommodating niggas, moving around with dudes, fueling niggas, yeah. studio time, paying for videos, you name it. Doesn't, paying it doesn't for prostitutes. Absolutely. Okay. 
Okay, so there's a, there's a bunch of stuff that I can. So no one can say I ever took money out of anyone's pocket, right? Mm. And I would never, despite the fact that you know, because of my corporate bookings and stuff as an agency, yeah, I I I pay for a lot of time on these radio stations, like all of them. Okay, so I'm on first name basis with everybody. I mean, Super and me, my our daughters are in the same class. Okay, so I can get niggas pulled off radio even. <laughs> How do you know you can do that? Because I can, I can call a nigga up and say, delete all them niggas' and shits. Have you, I was have you go, done that before? Nah, I wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I love Zim Hip Hop. So how do you know you can? Because I know I can. Because I, I pay them so much money through my cop, my corporate clients. Because that, 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 that if, I, if I say, hey, shit, I'm, I'm taking my business elsewhere. I'm, gonna, I'm moving to power, whatever. They'll do pretty much most what I'll say. So, if, if I was a corrupt-ass nigga, but I'm not. Super is pretty much in Biggie's pocket. Because I was going to ask that you said you put all this money into artists, but because sometimes it's not all about putting like all, all, all your money into one bag. Like, did you work, at least like work with other me- media f- forms of media to like push these artists? We try our best. Yeah. I mean, Zimbabwe is hard. Zimbabwe matter what. I mean, that's the only <laughs> thing I can say. Yeah. Which we try our very, very best. And I think. Even for radio, for example, in Zimbabwe yeah. radio, Zimura ain't even paying. Like, did you, did you know that the Zimura board is made up of a bunch of niggas who are 70, 80 years old? A word? Did you know that the Zimura board is elected by Zimura members? <laughs> oh. Did you know that the last Zimura membership uh, election of the board, and remember the board gets cars and all sorts of nice shit. Yeah. None of you niggas went, in that, went to that, that, that process. So yeah. they, by default, they just retain their positions. Okay. It's almost as if we need a Brian Wood. We, 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 we need everybody to start th- participating in the... Pol- and when I say political, I don't just mean countrywide. Yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah. Even the music, there's politics, boys. Down. True. <laughs> Zimura not paying artist fees is a sure. political thing. And all the artists who say there's Zimura registered, why don't you attend the AGM? I've been to four and I've never seen none of you rappers. Not once. But then you cry about radio. Takura was speaking nice about him, saying, yeah, the check was good for, for the Soul Africa. And yeah, I know the Soul Africa check because I was managing Adrian Tate. Yeah. It was not more than a thousand something dollars. I yeah. mean, And he alluded that probably the Zinoerema check is going to be bigger because it probably it, did it, more. It'll be bigger, but it, yeah. the thing is, like I said, my nigga, because I was working with Adrian Tate, I can tell you what the Soul Africa check looked like. What was it, man? It's not more than two thousand dollars. You said it wasn't a, more than a thousand just seconds ago. I'm trying. To, I'm trying. To, I mean, look, one splits and should have done, my nigga. Like it's a it's a bad day with a bad hooker, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm I'm glad you brought up this whole Zemura thing because some of your artists, Nana Charisma, Nana mm. Titan, they are registered with uh, PRS, MCPS, PPL. How how did you get them to register with these things and how? Can it's easy. You go online and you register. Do you have to pay? And what are the? Kudara, first of all, Kudara explain didn't have to pay. explain to people what exactly these are, and um, how they work and how they can benefit an artist. Okay, these things are called pros, right? These are these, these are companies mm. or, or, or associations of artists who, who go around collecting your royalties off your music. Whether it's your performance royalties, whether your song is played, yeah. or your or your or your mechanical royalties, where your song is sold, uh-huh. right? Or your broadcast royalties, or your syncing royalties, where you have to put in a song or or, play, or, or a sampled or put yeah. in a YouTube video. Okay, uh-huh. so these these pros are available, and they, they're all vying for your business uh-huh. because they take a percentage of every cent they make, right? Uh-huh. And they're representing millions of artists. Uh-huh. So PPL wants you. MCPS wants you mm-hmm. ASCAP wants you BM wants All of them want you uh-huh. What you do is You choose the one That you run with And you run with them So if it's Sam Rose Africa do that Yeah 
But what they end up doing is they end up they use their computers and you know the, the international sound recording codes that we have on every song, uh-huh. the ISRC code that you niggas don't bother to put on your records. Uh-huh. The computers pick that up and then they make sure you're paid for every time your song is played, every time your every time your song is sampled, every time the song is used in an advert or whatever. And trust me, that money is actually a lot of money. It's not a little bit; it's the, a lot. The sad okay. thing about it is most of the artists I'm noticing don't know a thing about this. Yeah, but that's why, why I was asking you to get into detail about. Okay, so things. let me get into a bit of detail. So if yeah. you go on to, if you go, if you type in PRS, for example, Performance Rights Society, yeah. you the, the website comes on, and what they do is they try and sell you to join their society because they really want you. Because even if they keep, if they make twenty dollars from you every year, and they can take ten percent of that, and they do that times a million artists. They're that's making a lot, a lot of, money. of money. Yeah. So they re- all of them are vying for your pros. They're vying for your sinking rights and all this kind of stuff. True. Right. So we're even in a world now where you don't even have to consider yourselves under underprivileged block because you can't join a PRS. Yeah. What you do is you use a use a program like I don't know DistroKid or use a CD Baby or something. Mm-hmm. Put up your put up your album and then pay for that particular record and say I want you to manage my YouTube. If anyone uses my YouTube, my syncing rights. If you and if anyone wants to sample my song, if anyone wants to use my song in an advertorial, whatever else. Right. Tick 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 tick. Pay the eight dollars ninety nine for that particular single. Yeah. And then you forget about it. Then you'll be shocked at how many times you get checks on your PayPal every single month, like hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, twenty for Titan and Dirare or whatever. Just this happy still makes money. Okay. You spoke about a digital signature that can be put into a track yeah, that so, gets these guys to pick up when your song is used. Yeah. So when you're when you're rendering out your songs on your on on, on Sonar or on your you know Logic or whatever, yeah. there's a little box that said ISRC, uh-huh. the International Sound Recording Code, uh-huh. and that is the way that they can differentiate. It's the code that's put in your recording that can be picked up by computers. Mm-hmm. Now these computers are now smart. They can even pick up your song without it. Things like Shazam and ask, they, they uh-huh. now know how they can pick up the web signature of your song because uh-huh. it's unique. But the easiest way is to put your international sound recording code on your on your on your thing, and that's free. You go onto PPL, register yourself as a label, and then they give you your version of the code. So it'll be so it'll be the same code on every song you put out. No, it's zero. There's at the end of each international sound recording code. There's the year. And oh, the zero zero one zero zero two. So it, okay. you can differentiate, okay. and then you upload your catalogs onto PRS, and then they actually want manage your your your, your music for you. Okay. Now people may think this doesn't matter, but I, I give you an example. When I was in the UK, 15 years, I used to write and beat hip hop beats. As I was chilling at home mm. in my daughter's room, I used to like play in biras and make hip hop beats and loops and use breaks and stuff. And I used to submit it to the Universal Library. Okay, but Universal Music and they have a library. And I used to just call it Africa Street Hop 1. And I'll do a compilation of eight songs. Africa Street Hop 2, compilation of eight songs. Like, whenever I used to just make a brand, mm. some of them terrible, some of them are good. But it's like, when you submit them in, the PRS starts to come, you realize, shit, my song was used in um, Gangs, of, Gangs of Australia by Ross Kemp, mm. right? And that check keeps coming because every time it reruns on whatever, Bravo, whatever, it keeps yep. coming, right? Um, every song like a song I did called Musodzi, for example, mm. constantly is being played in, on Russian TV. I think they, they sampled a bit of the beat at the beginning and blah, blah. So you'll be shocked at how many times you start getting paid for your work. 
And it's, and it's latent money. It's like, I don't have to work for it. I didn't think about it. It's shit I wrote when I was, like, before even my kids were born. But okay. it's stuff that I still reap the rewards from. So, if you're just putting out music and not caring where it's going. Putting and it not, on WhatsApp. And, and putting it on WhatsApp without actually then trying to make sure that it can be found and it can be monetized with the pros. Then you're wasting your efforts. I tell you what the problem is, right? Mm. The problem happens when... You release a song for free. Let's say Kelvin takes Cooper and releases it for free. Mm. And does well, Casper jumps on it, whatever else. But it's 20 years time. A Puff Daddy is born and he rears this Cooper and he record. Yeah. Takes it, samples it. You ain't gonna get shit. And makes a billion dollars from it. And yep. it happens. Yep. Gangnam style. Or the, you, you see a, 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 some Korean kid who samples some Gangnam style, right? He didn't yep. even speak the language. Okay. He heard it on some other fucking rap record. Took it. Made it a dance or whatever, and now he's on whatever fifty billion sure. views, right? Yep. The person who made, he gave it away on MySpace. Okay. It's, it's gone. That feels like Crip Mac and that uh, Octo Red Number Plate song. The guys use the same beat as Niall Hanker's Lit. The exact. And then the song beat. blew up like in and Ghana the song or something. Blew up. What, what about what's his name? Lloyd Banks used the beat for the um, that that kid who did that whole about a week ago, a week ago. Oh, Bobby Schmurder. Bobby Schmurder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same like, but, but Lloyd Banks thought it was a fucking freestyle beat for his mixtape and ah. gave it away. Let's Bobby come. Schmerder let's come money. back locally. Few kings. Hey, what they do? They sampled audio from my live Facebook for the <laughs> intro. Yeah. What's it called? Fumba Fumba. Fumba Fumba. The part where PD the ghost says to Noble Styles, yeah, now I'm fucking disrespecting you. Yo, <laughs> yeah. guys, I'm on my check, guys. <laughs> well, I, I, oh, I, listen, if, if, it's, if it's on iTunes, absolutely, you need to have your check. Mm. But you probably didn't register that sound I didn't recording. register there shit. You go. So it's so. late for you guys. <laughs> so it's late. Now you guys, you can have it. Just remember me in the future. And with the way you talk but shit it, about it, is Amari happy that you've given that away? Your content. No, she's not. You, know, you see, because people say, "Cause why you do?" I'm not happy. Could I, why do you do tea time every day or whatever? I say, you know what, my niggas. If you calculate the amount of views I get on my tea time, and then aggregate it across all the channels, then then put it on YouTube and stuff. And considering I'm a recording artist, so I know my shit is sound ID, bro. Like, yeah, they can have it, but with any ads that are on it come back into my Google, my Google Sense, bro. Standard. So it, to me, it hurts me nothing that I earn three, four hundred dollars from doing talking shit on the internet. Come on now. Okay, guys, Don't phones, to talk about are you it. listening? <laughs> are you listening? Hey, I, someone, I someone wants Debo. Someone wants stole our curve and put the put it on their YouTube. Uh, I don't know if they're still doing it. Oh yeah, yeah, that funny channel. But yeah. the, I'm saying you shouldn't be afraid of them doing that. Yeah. If you upload it, if, if, if you finish your sound recording, then you upload it onto your PRS, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They will actually tell them Hey dude Thank you for putting up on YouTube But this monetization is going to Keep it real Nengi. Fridays Done So they can keep supporting your content it. You can keep earning from your content mm. No problem I think some sort of workshop needs to be done To really I don't think people know about this Alright yeah really. People don't know And the thing is I, yeah. Out of all the rappers I've spoken to many times The yeah. one rapper who's actually sat down and done that thingy Is um, Mao Mao uh-huh. The other person is uh, what's this young producer name? I did Wama Bisna Ningrigina Zander. Young Nash. Young, young Nash. Nash. You know. <laughs> so, the, so not many people then follow through when you ask them to sort out their their pros, right? And it's like you sit then you're blue in the face saying, "Dude, you guys are writing incredible music." 
your song, for example, if you listen to the Gary V's, they'll tell you something. A song like Happy, for example, mm. the beat element is content. Mm. The lyrical content is is, is, content. is, is content. Yeah. You know, there's, 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 you can do remixes. I mean, you can, there's myriads of ways you can make money off a song, even like, like an old song like Happy. But how much is that song is like generated? I think just a, just a ballpark figure. Oh, it's yeah. a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand? Well, I mean, if you consider the 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 the, the Sting tie-up, yeah, which was a volumes game, remember? You, you sell them on, you know. So it's, it was part. I, of st- I don't mean to tap the man's pocket. I'm just, I was just curious with it. A, a, a song that big in Zimbabwe. Yeah, my drinks, know? my drinks and happy did a lot of did a lot of business. Yeah. I mean, for 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 a big a big ecosystem. Mm. We're talking people like Rafi who are graphic designers, yeah. Socks, Kimmy K who's vocal voiceover artists, um, TV producers, yeah. uh, uh, the bottle makers, yeah. labels, designs, uh, Zimbrella designers. I mean, it it made a huge ecosystem. So when of it cash. splits, when it splits. A lot across all those channels and all those individuals, the artists were still all right. I take it, of course, because uh, like like I said, like you, it's a it's a liquor. You're, it's a volumes game, and you're uh, selling you're selling many many millions of tons of this of liters of the stuff. Yeah. But it, remember, it was the whole Toyota Happy. I think the yeah. whole thing relaunched was Toyota Happy. The whole and the whole Toyota drinks. It was the whole you know responsible drinking. Yeah. my Jaguar, my taxi. Those 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 were those were adverts yeah. at the end of the day, but they were very big adverts, and those adverts made money. Do you think they'll ever top those songs? Of course they can. Tomo okay. Gara topped it, okay. maybe not commercially, but uh, it topped it as far as uh, that's the song people remember the most right now. He's no, he's no longer the Madrinx guy. Tomo Gara is uh, not to the hip hop trend yeah. even across the board. Across the board, true. You know? I don't know. And ten, ten, 10 is yet to top. Um, Happy. Get uh, the fuck out of here with that nose stretch. <laughs> it's like you hit my mic. <laughs> you guys are too. You guys play too, boys. Let's just take nah, it. Just, just, ah, it's, no. it's subjective. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. Let's just take a break and we'll just come back. And oh, we're about to finish? <laughs> when, yeah, we're about to finish. Right, Doing the dope, final. Dope, dope, dope final session. Yes. Yeah, the final session. <laughs> Keep it real Fridays with Shelatine and Brian Willis. Here for that mumble rap, straight facts, nigga, take that. How to roll in them 24s, feeling like cold, how I bounce back like rubber bands in the tropics on bullshit. We let them ride, real niggas don't gossip forever lie. Real niggas don't die, we just multiply, lyrical homicide. Come from the 80s, all of my niggas is crazy. Most of my partners ain't close to their father's faces. Matter of fact, that shit is vacant, like no relations. Nasty, she talking relations, yeah. Don't let me now talking relationships. Don't blow when that's talking relation, yeah. Say, ain't no say, I taste this dick. Wait a minute, the hit here. Now the love is Valentine's Day. Wait a minute, put some pippin' in it. From the bed of Zimbabwe. Had to link it up with Sean D. Blowing smoke from a stove. Open lines, give them straight facts. Then I finish like Ginobili. I've been a lid and I switch up the gear. Yeah. Fell in love with the lean, don't care about the fear. Yeah. Yeah. All of my niggas, they know that I got. Yeah. Bitch, I'm making this money, deposit the price. And I switch up the gear, yeah Fell in love with the lean, don't care about the fear, yeah Yeah, all of my niggas, they know that I got Bitch, I'm making this money, deposit the price 
Keep it real Fridays with Celatine and Brian Willis. These niggas are entitled, Seller. Yeah, but these niggas are entitled. We're back. Anyway, listen, I got some advice for the new school. I'm the, okay. I'm, I'm the, I'm the OG. I'm the, I'm the grandfather of this Zim Hip Hop shit. Apex Predator. Listen, listen, all your other old legends are all finished. They don't, they didn't, they never gave back. None of them. Tell them I said so. I feel the same way. None of these old legends. These all. So why do these old legends start coming back trying to rap and shit at 45? These niggas is whack niggas. All of them. Listen, I'm the last nigga left. I'm the oldest of the. I'm the oldest of the class. The T Rex. I'm the T Rex. The laptop. Listen. These these other niggas. These old old niggas ignore them. They're no longer relevant. How mm. snubbers? Okay. We ignore anybody. Sub. Those, anyone who claims they're a legend and what, what, and they started Zim Hip, ignore those niggas because they're finished. They didn't help. They're the cool hooks and they failed. They failed yeah. to build you an industry, they failed to give you guys back. I feel the same. Okay? Uh, out of out of my generation, I'm the I'm the only one who tried to give back to to, to generation. I, not, nobody else tried to put anybody on. Nobody else tried to give anyone no songs. No one else tried to get anyone out and play nothing. So these I know these niggas, niggas are frauds. They're not gods of hip hop, they're frauds. Then you got the generation that came after me. Yeah. And that generation failed you worse. Because that's the generation that had an opportunity to actually build an industry. But because of egos and because of failing to, to live up to the potential that they're supposed to. Can you just give like the time, the time Del- frame? Delusions of grandeur. You know, you, 2000s, 2000s. You, you, know, you know these rappers. You know, right. you know the rappers. Right. The rappers that if my son hears them, he laughs and moves, he walks away. <laughs> okay. These, these rappers failed you worse. Okay. So don't ignore them. Ignore. I mean, MMT, Few Kings, Beefs, that shit was a long time ago. That's 2012. Yeah. I mean, that's a long time ago. Long. And that stuff is no longer like, oh, MMT's coming back. Like, what? No one wants them back. Like, that's like saying NWA coming back. None of us want to hear that shit. But Few Kings came back. Yeah, well, come on. How many of y'all niggas bought that tour? Come on now. <laughs> but it was free. No, so. but they did a tour. They did a young tour. Yeah? I show, think. show me two pictures. I'll give you mine. All right, I'm gonna dick them up. Or egg. Hey, <laughs> listening out there, just dig up, dig hey, up some hey, pictures. I'm not, di- I'm, I'm not dissing. I'm not dissing. I'm not dissing. What I'm saying is that I'm a strong advocate for mm. the new generation to really show us the way forward. I want Takura to fill up the stadium and show us that we failed. Despite that trollish picture you put up, the food world. Yeah, you know what, Cam? <laughs> we talked about it last week, like, yo. Can I, can I explain to you, niggas? Yeah, yeah. I'm, get, I, I'm, 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 I'm getting trolled. I'm getting trolled about that picture, but I, 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 let me explain. So, I'm in the political realms right now. Yeah. So, I was in a space where I was talking to people on Twitter about the, the differentiation between the online and the offline. Yeah. So I was talking about, for example, you know, Fazai made it very being popular on Twitter and stuff like that. And yeah. she just got to 100,000 followers, whatever. So then I said these words. I said, when we did Munuesem Road, yeah. I was at the helms with things like this flag, Tajamuka, whatever. I was, I was there, bro. Yeah, yeah. We had 3 million impressions on Munuesem Road. 3 million impressions of hashtags and usage and the internet was shut. BBC reported on That's it. That's right? a lot. So a lot of people were talking about Murisim Road. And if, if I curate in the this flag account, which I was running at the time, I can tell you how many people said, we are, we are with you guys. Nine of us came out, peeps. Nine people. And out of those nine, seven were arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Me and AC Lumba ran away. Seven were arrested. Biggie, you can run? Nigga, I ran like fucking Usain Bolt. 
when you see a black boot with a fucking chamboko behind you, listen. Okay, on, on, on the first, on the first, the first bond note. Um, Man, y'all, y'all let Fuzzy got get arrested. Yeah, Fuzzy. Got, listen, oh. on the first bond note protest, she right? She couldn't run in the high heels, man. No, no, she actually had trainers on. So, <laughs> on the first bond note protest, right? With Ned, which Ned had called, right? Yeah. I was at the front with Maureen and these niggas, whatever. And niggas were saying, yeah, hey, I do it. Imagine my Saskam. What was at the front of that, right? Then the black boot niggas started running towards us, right? So I'm there, like, yeah, yeah, fuck these niggas, whatever. I look back at all my niggas and what? I'd run. <laughs> I'm the fat bastard who couldn't run. So I'm running like a motherfucker trying to follow these guys, right? And, and the black boot niggas were just catching up, catching up, catching up, catching up. So I thought, you know what? I'm tired. I stopped and I turned around and looked at this nigga. And I got so <laughs> fucked up. I, like, the you chambu- posted pictures, yeah? Yeah, I got fucked up bad, guys. Like, my face, I was fucked up. Like, my kids didn't recognize me for two weeks, I was badly fucked up. Yeah. So that's the day I realized that if you even see those niggas coming your direction, yeah, uh, you right. run. And Fazin, the man, experienced that. So I was trying to explain, look, online is dope and anything, <laughs> yeah. but numbers lie. Online, because yeah. in real life these things don't translate. So there was a lot of things going on on Twitter at the time about fill up HICC, fill up HICC, fill up retreats. So then I said the same thing. I said, guys, it's similar. The politics is gonna. There's a lot of issues about mm. a thousand, five thousand retweets as compared to the reality of someone saying I'm buying tickets. Yeah. And then ED had tried to fill up HICC with this um, manifesto, with, with a manifesto launch, and yeah. failed. Free T-shirts, free scabs, free lunch, free booze, free women. But there's a picture like with when it's yeah, his, yeah. A- angles, my nigga. You know how angles is. I mean, we were there. <laughs> I saw it. There wasn't people, bro. Oh, it, they, you know, they, they got a certain amount of people there, but it wasn't. A f- they didn't fill up HICC. That's an entire press, the entire party with free stuff, <laughs> with millions, with, <laughs> with millions. millions of dollars. So <sighs> don't do this five thousand thing needs a lot of other real aggressive, which I've learned with the campaigns. Like, yes, it's cool for I. I I get 50,000 people watching my show sometimes a day. Mm. But on the ground, nobody in Mount Pleasant knows who I am. They don't know my name. You see, that showed me that, oh shit. So I can actually be Mkoma Kuda Oja and be B-Sun on the internet. Like I can be, I can say fuck you and can't as many times as I like. It doesn't affect me on the ground. I can go into a church and make say, hey, Budimawe. You understand? Yeah. So on the ground, you have to work really hard. On the grassroots, you got to reach people and mm, actually mm. gain real followers. Because on the internet, it's easy to say, we are with you. How many times have you said, yeah, you can't wait for your album, some nigga, you don't even follow that shit up? It's a million times. Kelvin just dropped a double album. How many of y'all have, well, you name me two songs. I didn't download the part B. This is the problem, I'm, because I'm, like, I'm, who, I'm who, has, of that. Who, has the pro- who has the time where the band would download two, two albums? Sure. So, so, internet mm. lies. So, when people started strolling, like, I was actually walking past, and I saw Takura Jifira up a stage, and Food World is a competitor to one of my clients. Yeah. So it was a full world stage And he was trying his best nigga Strutting his stuff on the stage right There was no dancers There was no backup Just Takura on the stage And he's a very short little guy He's a short guy It was a quick money grab yo It was, it was a money grab But nobody in the audience gave a fuck that's what I was saying. No, but shortly after there was a video posted of him like across the street by Joyner getting mobbed for selfies and whatnot. So, you know, I think maybe it was the timing. Maybe people were still coming to the stage oh, or something. Of course. Yeah. All I'm saying is that to fill up the HICC, even those people, for example, yeah. Winky D couldn't have done that. He wouldn't have been able to get on that stage and in in, in town still like niggas walking around eating grass, walking past the stage and shit. 
Wicked D can't do that. Like, yeah. if Wicked D is that stage, right? Everything stops. Cars stop, windy stop, everything stops. Ja Praiser does the same thing. It stops. Chibaba, call yeah. Chibaba and tell him to walk through First Street and see what happens. First Street. Right. In fact, Soldier Love, tell you something about Soldier Love, man. Yeah. He needs police clearance to walk around. You know okay. that. Oh, what? He needs police. Like, to, <laughs> to get Soldier Love to walk outside in Hatfield, he needs police mm. clearance because it becomes bedlam. Yeah. Right? But you can walk around with few kings, you can walk around with tuck money, you can walk around with B Sun and, and like, like when we on these streets, you can retweet all you like. Now thing is I can t- I can tell you something. I can tell yeah. you why I say that with such authority. Yeah. Because my man gives us five thousand tweets to fill up the HICC. I regularly get five thousand tweets on my regular shit. It means fuck all on the ground, boys. I ain't winning no award. We don't we don't winning no constituencies with retweets. And, and hip-hop is a constituent. How are we going to get everybody who loves dancehall so much? The guys who love Sungura so much? Mm. The guys who love Jar so much? How do we hip-hop. get them to appreciate the genius that is Takura? How do you get them to appreciate the genius that is Takmani? Yeah. We have a long way to go. And until rappers stop being in the clouds and ground themselves and start grinding on the grassroots, mm. they have to. They have to grind. They have to literally slug, slug it out from like when Nas and them were handing out mixtapes and and Wu Tang hanging out mixed on the streets of New York, yep. building a following until it gets to critical mass. Then you can do that type of shit. Casper right. Nuevez filled up that wall and shit, my nigga, with a lot of corporate help, and yep. we're talking millions of dollars. Yeah. And they obviously sold SIM cards for Virgin and they sold shoes. Yeah, and he was working with MTN, MT, I think. MTN yeah. for yeah. MTN. I mean, there's a lot of money that's made out there. Yeah. But we need to remember that that was just, that's, that's a corporate event. That's not Cashman saying, hey, lyrical redesign, I'm filling up HICC. Retweet me a thousand times. Man, I'm I can buy you, it up, nigga. I can buy you. Man, I can buy a hundred. For $5 on five, I can buy you a thousand retweets. You know that? <laughs> say yeah. I'm lying. That's true. <laughs> No, we know about the bots. <laughs> how many you of know. these niggas have got? And and they, I don't understand how many of these niggas have got so many million views and stuff on their YouTubes. I understand that because this isn't correlated to real life. Niggas if, are walking if, around if, like if they're you, nobody. If you check some of their graphs on their YouTube, that's when you see the truth. They're not consistent. They're not because they're not it'll real. It'll spike like to up to a million, and then yeah. it'll just drop down flat. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an, I'll, I'll give you an easier. Oh, stop with them, yeah. So I'll give you an easier <laughs> way of doing this, huh? An easy way of doing this is go and type your favorite trip hop artist right now on mm. Twitter. Yeah. His name? And then go on Facebook and type your favorite hip hop artist and then go on Instagram type your favorite hip hop Find how many people on a daily day to day are playing their records. Mm. Find that how many people have mentioned them with, oh man, just jamming to this song by Ningi. And you will find that on an any given day, you might find that Tuckman is mentioned not even once. You may, you may find that Junior Brown isn't mentioned. You may find that Takura is mentioned three or four times. Yeah. Right? Where when somebody says Zinoirema uh, or something, then hashtags him or some shit. But you may find that these guys are only popular at particular moment, at, at periodic places and time. Mm-hmm. And yet, True. generally speaking, if you type in the word Beyonce or Bay on Twitter, mm. it, it daily is multi, multiple millions. Yeah, Bayhive. And, and then on top of that, uh, the Bobs, right? Now let's even let's not go that far. Let's talk about some independent, you know, uh, Silence of a Dawn or something like one of these independent indie rock groups mm. with a cult little following. The who, you know, type yeah. their names in and you'll see the shit. There's a whole subsection of the internet dedicated to the who. And now Hobson. 
Hobson, Kid Cudi. These guys don't sell many records. Mm. They don't have many streams, but they got cult followings and they can fill up shows in. in the, Hobson can go to any Scandinavian country and fill up a hole. So, and most of that money is heels. Yakega. Yeah. So anyway, guys. So let, just to finish off, so I don't take up too much of your time. All right. All right. We we Too try late for that, we, we we try very hard to hype ourselves to death. Okay, I know hype. I was there for this flag. I saw it become a worldwide phenomenon mm. when CNN was calling our phones and shit. I was there for the jump. I was there for some of these big moments in our in our in, in, when the march happened. Yeah. Right. I was one of the people who had to coordinate two million people. How do I get people from different provinces to get into Harare Central? Okay, and I'm telling you now that. I have learned now that the grassroots, the work that's on the ground is being ignored by our, our generation. Producers feel that they can start clicking on free loops and they suddenly they're geniuses. No. Go and learn a fucking instrument. Pay homage to the, to the culture and the music that you, you love so much. At least say I play a guitar. Learn, learn syncopation. Learn about pentatonic scales and at least be knowledgeable. To if you're a rapper... If you're a rapper, Andiga, mm. it's all good copying the fucking hand gestures you see on MTV. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the performance art school and actually know how to move a crowd, for God's sake. Because some of these rappers, are, they suck on stage. Like, I had never seen Maniac on stage, but I think he's a dope rapper, but I, I trust that Maniac probably sucks on stage. Because I don't believe that Maniac is a performer. He, he, it's not like I sit around him and I'm rolling in laughter saying, wow, this guy's a riot, I want to be around him. Yeah. <laughs> And I didn't know I did this thing a particular rap. I'm, I'm just saying, there's no, there's no, there's no, what's it called, investment in the crafts. No one, is, everyone wants to be a podcaster. They don't understand how much time it takes to be a good orator on these mm. things. Everyone wants to be a, a rapper. Everyone wants to be a producer. Everyone thinks they can do radio. Every bitch with a weave thinks they can be a fucking model. <coughs> this is nonsense. Can we can we pick because Zimbabweans are the most entitled mm. generation of dreamers ever who yep. don't want to put in the work. And everybody thinks they can be a marketer. Everyone thinks they can be a marketer. <laughs> Come into my world. Come into it's crazy. my world. There's a billion kids on the street right now say they do branding and shit. Come into my world. When you have a multi-million dollar company that says you have this budget to deal with this and make us this much money. You can't blag your way around that. You don't survive as long as I survived in the industry by being a guy who's making a plan about making a plan and because you hacked Photoshop. You don't do that, guys. It takes years and years and years and years of absolute focus. And foot, you, 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 <laughs> it's like you have to do your 10,000 hours in everything you do. So yes, what I was saying about us not being able to thrive in this environment may bring you down in your heart and say shit. But remember, Zimbabwe is a small place in a global village. You know, True. there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunities for 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 young people who, mm. who in this new day and age of, of multimedia, internet, fast connections. We came up when there was tapes and four four tracks. It was horrible. You guys can you guys can make entire albums off your phones. Like you guys have got all sorts. You got no more excuses to be the best at what you do. Yep. But when we ask you guys to help us now, when we say guys, the situation on the ground is fucked up. Let's try and fix that. We need your help too. We need you young artists to come out there when we say we need to get on the street because these niggas are about to take our money with these bond notes. We needed you guys to come out. The only guy who came out was 10. Sadly. They own that, uh, I don't want politics to mess up my music. My Politics has already messed up your music. Niggas will tell you, I can't do this song saying this because I may not get booked for the rally. How many rallies are there for you to get booked at, my nigga? How many radio stations are there? 
Like yeah. w- when we say join in the conversation, join in the politics, whether it's at Zimura level, mm. arts council, let's stop complaining. Let's get involved, guys. Uh, On the grassroots, let's get involved. Are there are there any like rappers who backed out when you're like, yo, guys, I need you on this expector's shit. Come through. By the time expectors happened, I think the threshold of fear had been broken because everybody, I mean, Cashbiz got a sick verse, Sinner came through, mm. a bunch of niggas gave me dope verses. Oh, Sadly, the army then came on the streets and then <laughs> they made it slightly difficult for us to, we almost had to give them an opportunity to work. Yep. And then I still think that we need to put out that compilation. I think it's an important yep. moment in our history. We urge you to remain calm and limit unnecessary movement. <laughs> and as far as me is concerned like, I hadn't put out a record since ages Like since Bush of the Face Some stupid shit yeah. I featured on some records <laughs> But when I did that whole expector shit I yep. was doing it purely out of frustration That hip hop was refusing to step the fuck up And it is the music of struggle Like I was saying before yeah. Zim Dancehall has managed to take that And make it theirs Zim hip hop hasn't done that And yet you I want to know that it's, you're struggling to feed your kids I want to know that you're struggling to, to, to even get fuel in your car Because that's what I know When these rappers are in my phone Ask me for fuel money Right yep. I know these rappers can't sometimes pay their rentals I know these rappers a lot of times they're homeless At least we don't know none of that So be real And the people react that's all I'm saying. Anyway, thank you for having me, Curve. It's been dope. I talk too much. I, I don't. I don't think we're gonna have an SMF anymore. Why not? You wanna have an SMF? Why not? What's SMF? Smash, marry your friends on. Yeah, go on. Uh, but hold okay. up, we'll be back. This uh, is coolies. <laughs> Keep it real. Fridays with Shelatine and Brian Willis. Fridays with Shelatine and Brian Willis. <laughs>
All right, and we are back with the legendary Begotten Son. With yeah, the this final... legendary shit, I don't like, huh? We, we you can't be a legend of nothing. Like, like <laughs> hip hop legend, hip hop legend, like hip hop sucks. Like, why the fuck am I a legend? Because if you start talking, you won't finish. I go on. Welcome to my favorite segment. This is Smash Mario Friend Zone. Basically, we're gonna give Begotten Son three names. Yup. Three female names. Would you like males? Uh, whatever, I'm, I'm old. New age. <laughs> You're the first. <laughs> hey, I, I'm, I'm an apex expert. I'm very sound in my sexuality. Uh, These are the true punk I'll niggas. Are females. Free. Let's let's oh, say yeah. females. So basically, we're gonna give you three females. Gonna give you all three of them at once, and you have to choose whether you smash, marry, or friend zone. But you can only use each option once. Go ahead. And you have to explain to us why. Okay, go on. Thank you. All right. Ball and, over to and the names are Ruvenigo, mm-hmm. Lady K, mm-hmm. Makeup by Gum, Makeup by Gum, yeah, Smash, Mary, or Friend Zone. I thought Fatsai in my head was going to be there, but anyway, <laughs> that's a sister. Um, Friend Zone, Lady K. Why? That's all. I would want to smash for Mary. Okay. Um, fair enough. Um, Mary Ruvenigo, Paragatwa. Okay. Wife, yeah, huh? wifey material. Well, she's got an elegance about her. You know what I'm saying? All right, all good, right. Good, good breeding. She, she maybe oh, gets. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, Begotten Son's wife is actually in the room with us right now. You should see the eye. You should see the eye. Man, this guy's sleeping on the couch today. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, so automatic, <coughs> automatically, automatically, Mega Bagamu by default then gets the smash option. Yeah. You know, she got the hipsies and the the weaveses and the makeup going, mm. whatever, whatever. She my peoples too. All right, so. all right, all right. It all works. You're, 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 you're a brave man, my nigga. It's very brave. He's a brave man. You know, it's all, into, it's all for entertainment. Yeah, yeah. it's all for entertainment. This is all hypothetical. Put it this way. I, 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 Mrs. Biggie, it's all hypothetical. Okay, if I had said smash through Vinico, right? I'm going to meet up one day. She's like, oh, you're objectifying women, right? So I can say smash to gum because she'll get it as a joke or whatever. I'm going to say something that's going to give me an issue. No, let me shut up. Your wife is in here. She'll stab me. No, go on. Say something. No, 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 no. I think sometimes women objectify themselves. Of course. Most cases. 90% of the time. So I don't I don't see why we get blamed for that shit. Because we do too. Is this when they're breast- No, but it's not that much. You're shut up. Is this up. when you're they're breastfeeding, Brian? You're shut up. Okay. Just check. Yeah. Get away. Well, that's another subject for another day. But I, <laughs> I mean, as a man with daughters and as a man with a wife, yeah. I can t- and a man with sisters and a mother, I, I, I can tell you that there's a lot of things that we can check ourselves as guys on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. True. Uh, there's times when we can joke. Like, I don't like people who take jokes out of context. But like I said, I feel more comfortable to joke with the makeup by Gamu. That to joke with Ruvenico, and I think that's the that's the wisdom of understanding when to joke and when not to. Okay. Because you wake up with a frozen phone, man. Why easier in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just tell the people's where they can find you online, and yeah, you can find me Kudakwashi Msasiwa or Kudamsasiwa or Begotten Son on mm. pretty much most things. I'm Begotten Son on Twitter and on Instagram on Facebook. I'm Kudamsasiwa. Uh, Right. That's what it is, my guys. You know, hopefully some new music coming. I hope. Wait, wait. Before we finish this, I'd like to apologize to this guy. That whole nipple gate thing. Yeah, it got his account <laughs> suspended. Yeah, Cash did some fuck shit and, and got me suspended for a month. He snitched on you, and man. And they thought I got him suspended. Yeah, Cash nah, snitched. Not, but, but you know what? The reason why the, the thing is, I use certain terminologies which I use in hip hop colloquially. Yeah. So I use words like nigga and whatever else. I think it's when I type in niggas like you, whatever. Right. They read that as racism. Yeah. They don't read and, it as a black-to-black. Black. hate yeah. speech and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. So, so I've also learned not to type in words like nigger and... 
can't too much. Yeah. Huh? So I can't get as much as knowledgeable enough to know that it wasn't me. But anyway. No. Yes. Um, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. Hey, shut up, man. <laughs> Guys, uh, thank you for having me. Anyway, right, I'm right. Brian Willis, and you can find me on Brian Willis ZW on Twitter and Instagram, and it's Cash with Brian Willis on Facebook. Yeah. All right. Hashtag social architect on everything at Celatine. I am your social architect. <sighs> We out.
Siwa, aka Begotten Son, self imposed dictator of the Tea Party. I'm out here on Keep It Real Friday with my brother Cinder Time and Brian Willis, no relation to Bruce. <sighs> and now, and now, Capital 263.